welcome back to episode 59 of Ancient World Podcast. So in this episode, we will talk about the first terrace of the purgatory. As they went through the main gate, and now they're starting the real climb of the seven levels of the sins. And uh, we're going to look at the wanderings through this first terrace. And it starts with that they go through the gate. So when we had passed the threshold of the gate, forever closed to souls whose loves are bad, and make the crooked Rome seem like the straight, I heard it close again, resoundingly. If I had turned to look back at the gate, how could I have explained this fault of mine? So they move through the gate, and Dante is reminding us of one of the rules of the purgatory, is that you don't look back. This has lots of references in other myths and, um, and just traditions. That when you start something new, you just keep moving, don't look back. Especially um, Orpheus, that's a myth that we'll get back to later. And then, uh, now we are at the point my guide began, Sir Virgil is talking, where we must use our wits. When the path bends, we keep close to the far side of the, core, of the curve. And then there's a narrowing uh, of, the, of the path. So we finally squeezed through that needle's eye when we were free once more out on the mount where, the, where this recedes enough to form a ledge. So they go through a very uh, narrow opening and then they get out on the ledge. And the needle's eye is a reference to biblical stories. So and standing there before we took a step I realized that all the inner cliff, which rising share offered no means to climb, was pure white marble. On its flawless face were carvings that would surely put to shame not only Polyclete, but nature too. So Polyclete is a great Greek sculpture. He was seen as uh, the one who was making uh, perfect carvings of men. We also have references to him from Aristotle and other ones. So... They're now on the ledge, and then he sees on the side pure white marble and some carvings. So these carvings are uh, examples of humility. So this is, we're now in this uh, first level, which is about pride, the most serious and severe of the sins. And since this is purgatory and about cleansing and about uh, fixing things or self-improvement, or atonement, the thing to to balance out or to to go through the process to, to rid yourself of the sins of pride is to learn about humility. So these carvings is about humility. And then the first one is the angel who came down to announce on earth the peace longed for by weeping centuries, which broke the ancient ban and opened heaven, appeared before our eyes. A shape alive carved in an attitude of marble grace, an effigy that would have that could have spoken words. So this is the Annunciation, um, which is also in the <laughs> it's in the, um, the the artwork for the for the podcast as well, the Da Vinci painting where Virgin Mary receives the message from uh, the angel Gabriel that she will have a son. So this is the first carving in this in this level to uh, make an example of or show an example of humility 
and then the second is um, another story cut into the stone carved in the spread of marble there i saw the cart and oxen with a holy ark a warning not to exceed one's competence so this is the story of um, king david and the ark of the covenant so this is then another biblical reference and then the third example is uh, from the Roman Empire, Trajan, Trajan. Uh, so there rode the noble Trajan, emperor, and clinging to his bridle as he wept, a wretched widow, carved in lines of grief. So this is a story that was uh, very important in the medieval times about the humility of uh, the emperor, the Roman Empire, when they were. Yeah, he he stopped like uh, <laughs> he paid attention to uh, to a wretched widow. So these three examples are meant to show humility. And then they move on. And here Dante is uh, referring directly to you as a reader. So he says, "But reader, when I tell you how God wills his penitents should pay their debts, do not abandon your attention to repent. You must not think about the punishment." Think but of what will come of it. At worst, it cannot last beyond the final day. So this is another big theme in the whole work that, uh, or in the inferno, the the punishments are more seen as a consequence. So it's, it's not like someone is coming and punishing you. It's like if you if you choose sin, you also choose punishment. So it's your own choice to make. In this case, it's also that when you do when you repent and you do the work to cleanse yourself of the sins. The point of this is not the punishment, but it's where you like it's just a necessary work to get to a better place. Uh, the grievous nature of their punishment, he answered, bends their bodies toward the ground. My own eyes were not sure of what they saw. So he sees a group of souls that are now being punished or they're suffering or they're, they're working through their sins and these are the proud people so they have the way that they are the work they have to do is that they have to walk with huge slabs of stones on their backs that just presses them down to the earth which is a it's a kind of fun visual picture of how the people are overconfident and arrogant and pride proud they like you have this uh, caricature of people having like the nose up in the sky so in this case they pushed down to the ground to learn about <laughs> humility uh, and then he also says try hard to uh, disentangle all the parts of what you see moving beneath these stones can you see how each one beats his breast so there's more of the the humorous part of, of the comedy so <laughs> the the proud people here are still kind of banging their chests with, the, with their own pride while they're being pushed on into the ground. So they're kind of in the process of <laughs> of um, gradually learning and getting rid of their sins. So, so <clears throat> some, sometimes one sees a corbel holding the weight of roof or ceiling, carved in human shape, its chest pressed tightly down against its knees. Uh, true, some of them were more compressed, some less, as more or less weight pressed on each one's back, but even the most patient of them all seemed through his tears to say, I can't go on. Uh, so this is the end of the 10th canto. So it shows the punishment of the, of the, the 
crowd, and then also how they, uh, then again, gradually learn to get more grounded and then also uh, accept that there's a limit to themselves and say, I can't go on this kind of, they're, they're discovering that their own boundaries, like this is too much. So that, that's a big part of, of uh, there, there's some reference to kind of the, the hubris and nemesis as well here. So you reach your boundaries, if you go beyond them, there, there will be a consequence and then you will be more grounded and, and learn from it, hopefully. <laughs> so that's uh, part of what he wants to say here. Okay, so this is the, the tenth canto, and then the next one they have conversations with with uh, the souls there, the proud, and then as they keep moving further from that, then they leave the souls, and then comes a, a much uh, lighter part of this first terrace again. So uh, he says, "I stood up straight to walk the man." The, the way man should, but though my body was erect, my thoughts were bowed and shrunken to humility. Now I was moving, happily following the footsteps of my master, both of us showing how light of foot we had become. Then, now look down, he said. You will be pleased, and it will make your journey easier to see this bed of stone beneath your feet. So, part of... Uh, the nature of the purgatory is, again, that it's most heavy at the beginning. So the most severe sin is first, and then also the, the work that has to be done is, is more heavy in the beginning, and it will gradually become lighter. And they already feel this now. And then he says, look down at uh, the bed of stone beneath your feet. So here's the second part of, of carvings. And the first the first set was about humility, and then this one is about pride. So there's a... Uh, 12, 13, 14 different episodes there. Uh, among others, there's the story of Lucifer. So the pride of Lucifer, the angel, that makes him, he's, he's thrown out of heaven and then crashes down into the earth and drills down into the center. And you have uh, the story of Nimrod, who makes the Tower of Babel. There's the story of Arachne, from the Greek myth, and also the fall of Troy. So Dante is now putting all the different references from Greek mythology, Greek literature, and biblical stories, and also Roman Empire history together as examples for pride and humility. So mighty, he saw the mighty Nimrod by his tower, standing there stunned and gazing at the men who shared at Shiner his bold fantasy. O mad Arachne, I could see you there, half turned to spider, sad about the shreds of your own work of art that sentenced you. I saw Troy gaping from its ashes there. O Ilium, how you were fallen now, depicted on the sculptured road of stone. So, and then keep walking. We had now, uh, we had by now gone farther round the mount, and much more of the sun's course had been traced than I preoccupied could have conceived. Then Virgil tells Dante, Raise your head up now. You have spent time enough lost in your thoughts. Look over there and see, the angel comes. So this is the ending of the first ledge, the first terrace of the purgatory. Still closer to us, clothed in white, he came, the radiantly fair creature, and his face was shining like a trembling star at dawn. He spread his arms out wide, and then his wings, he said, Come now, the steps are very close. 
henceforth the climbing will be easier. So on each of the terraces they meet an angel like their mother. So this is the first first ending of the first terrace. He led us straight to where the rock was cleft. Once there he brushed his wings against my brow, then he assured me of safe ascent. So the, the angel is doing something here. And then it keeps going. The steepness of the of the bold ascent is cut on the right hand by steps carved in the rock in times when one could trust ledgers and staves so here the bank that from the second round falls steep has been made easier with steps though on both sides the high rock presses close so this is showing how the second round will be a little bit more easy but it's still it's still hard work to do it's kind of pressing it's a it's a metaphor for still the severity at where they are in the beginning of this climb. And then, as we were climbing up the sacred steps, I seemed to feel myself much lighter now than I had been before on level ground. Master, I said, tell me, what heavy thing has been removed from me? I feel as if to keep on climbing would be effortless. He answered, when the peace that still remain though they have almost faded on your brow, shall be erased completely like the first, then will your feet be light with good desire. They will no longer feel the heavy road, but will rejoice as they are urged to climb. So there's an, uh, a hint there of what happened when the, when the angel was brushing his wings. Then I did something anyone might do, made conscious by the way men looked at him, that he must have some strange thing on his head. A little moment of very kind of human, <laughs> human situation. If people look at you with a, like a strange way, you kind of think so there's something with you. So my right hand, with fingers spread, found just six of the seven letters that were carved upon my brow by him who keeps the keys. So he touches his his forehead, his brow, and then he realizes that one of the pieces had been taken away now. So he's he's, he's gone through the first level. And then this canto ends with, observing this, my master smiled at me. So this is a, suddenly Virgil is smiling to Dante. And this is such a, <laughs> an enormous, enormous relief in the whole work from the first book. And now we're getting a little bit into the second one, like a third almost, like canto 12. And then uh, suddenly there's a big smile here. And that's, <laughs> it's, uh, it just changes the whole feeling of the work. So you're introducing a different atmosphere and uh, the optimism optimism and the joy <laughs> is gradually coming and this is uh, through the big smile from Virgil. So I'm going to stop there. And uh, a part of this is to, to just see how the purgatory as a book is giving you answers um, to how to, to change things for the better and how you can do things to, to create a, a renewal, a rebirth, or just self-improvement. And then starting with the first part of the pride, and then how humility is, is a way to, to balance this or to, to atone for your sins. And then uh, essentially just having a better life and avoiding the, the pitfalls of, <laughs> of arrogance or overconfidence and all the bad consequences that will come from that eventually, normally always. So... Um, that's the kind of the moral of this <laughs> this first terrace, and um, hope some of this was interesting. And uh, as always, 
thank you for listening and I hope you have a great day. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.